Welcome, lizard folk and gnomes, bugbears, and bards, <laughs> to Rated RPG, the actual play show slash podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons, Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. I just want to ask you guys if you could, as players, remind me of what happened uh, last session by your recollection. Yeah, we got in a scrap with this uh, nude, blood-soaked cultist who was bathing in blood in a sarcophagus, <laughs> and uh, we took we took some licks. Man, we we almost lost a cut. We almost lost the fight. We were like one uh, death save roll away from TPK, total party kill. Yeah. And then um, we pulled it pulled it out at the last second. Oh my god, I remember that roll. Wasn't there ball bearings involved with? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I threw out some ball bearings. Yes. Oh, damn it. Well, felt like the, the odds were too much in our favor, and he wanted to make it a real exciting fight. <laughs> yeah, like our, our party almost died. Like if I hadn't rolled, I had a 50% chance of our party dying, and I and it didn't. Yeah. 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 And then we well, found... Dick likes to spice things up. <laughs> yeah, you know? <laughs> Bugbear. So then we went back to the room where the uh, tiefling woman that we rescued was, and we woke her up, and we, you know, we like sang a song to her and and gave her some rations, and we uh, we left her locked in a room for safety, for her own safety. Well, then we found a, a secret door. We found a room with some skeletons, glove jig, and uh, Dababi, and and eventually I went in there and we start. We took care of the skeletons. Meanwhile, race. Followed the sounds of some combat, uh -huh. and Race, uh, with his torch in hand, uh, came around a corner and found this really big scarred-faced guy named Mortlock, who we would we didn't know at the time was Mortlock. He was fighting against this guy who had no face; he had the skin ripped off yeah. his face. The horror. <laughs> yeah, yep. he's about to start a combat with with yeah. him. Mm -hmm. Race was. We made friends with old Mortlock, and then we went went up into a room to find the uh, the bloody, stump faced Vaz, the cultist leader, and uh, oh, he he killed Race. He stabbed Race and <laughs> brutalized him. My ass! And Race was down. He was making death saves. Meanwhile, yep. uh, Glubjeg and Mortlock were were laying into uh, Vaz. And then uh, the Bobby was using some of his newfound magic skills, and uh, we really worked him over. And then, and then, Race fucking woke up <laughs> and put Vaz's ass to sleep. Bam! <laughs> oh, I remember that. Race the grave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With some words. <laughs> it was. And then we, we peed in the face of evil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, we did. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I vomited. Oh, yeah. I vomited yeah. in the face. Yeah, yeah. a little classier, of course. Oh and man! Then we, and then we gathered up all this loot, all this treasure. It was like four treasure chests, and it was like uh, like two hundred and fifty gold worth of treasure, if I remember. And um, and we took it out into the courtyard of the because we had to go out of the dungeon. We get out of out of the bathhouse into the courtyard. All of a sudden, these five guys in black leather with uh, like dragonish looking masks and yep. sabers that look like dragon claws. They jump into the courtyard and they're like, "Hey, you're holding on to the treasure that belongs to our goddess. Hand it over or die." 
And that's where we left off. Cliffhanger ending. All right. Thank you very much, Jason. That was brilliant. Uh, You're going to get inspiration for for all that. Good work. Um, Yeah. So just a couple things real quick is that Mortlock, his last name is Van Thampur. He is one of the sons of one of the uh, Dukes of Baldur's Gate. Um, Thalamra Van Thampur is her name. Um, and he mentioned that his brothers uh, have uh, attempted to assassinate him. Um, and he named them, uh, one of them, Amrik Van Thampur, who he says operates out of the Low Light Tavern. Um, and, oh, sorry, uh, Low Lantern Tavern. And then his other brother, um, Thirstwell, who lives in the Van Thampur Villa and uh, is kind of like sickly sort of uh mama's boy kind of guy uh shut in that kind of di- that kind of thing uh so he recommended that you guys look into his brothers look into his mother kind of see what they're all about because they were behind this whole uh this whole thing uh with all these uh these cultists of the dead three um, and he's not sure exactly what the reason is other than that his mother wants uh to make some sort of power play uh, and possibly take over the city uh, by doing this. Um, and meanwhile, he's going to get the hell out because he doesn't have anything left. His family wants him dead. And, uh, you know, this place is in chaos. So he's getting out of here. Why don't you guys all make some religion checks? And we'll see what you guys know about these mysterious cultists or dragon cosplayers. <laughs> Whatever these guys are standing in front of you. Yeah. All right. So, Coslo, you rolled a 15. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, we got a 10 and a 4. And here goes to Bobby. Bobby rolling a 10. Do you have any bonuses there, Aaron? Nope. Nope. Okay. All right. Well, Coslo, that 15 is good enough for you to recognize uh, that these people are likely worshipers of Tiamat. Oh. Um, yes. Uh Tiamat is a pretty well-known um, dragon goddess, one of the two dragon gods. Uh, she is the goddess of the chromatic dragons, which are the uh, you know black, red, green, white, blue, uh, the evil dragons. Um, she is bad, bad, bad news. Um, why don't you go yeah. ahead and, and roll me another religion check just to see how much you know about Tiamat specifically. Okay. Look, everybody, I know so much about uh, Tiamat. <laughs> uh, it's a dragon. Um, uh... <laughs> hey, <laughs> nice. Like All right. Aaron's holding up the actual Tiamat uh, miniature. You can see Damn. that she's got five heads. Uh, she's, oh, yep, massive uh, black-scaled dragon with a head for each of the different chromatic colors. Um, very evil. She just kind of uh, encapsulates all of the negative traits that you would associate with dragons. Um, but uh, you guys don't really, um, at least Coslo doesn't know that much. I'm going to give you guys, the rest of you guys, another chance to roll um, on your knowledge of Tiamat. Um, so Coslo knows that these guys are worshippers of Tiamat, but doesn't know shit about Tiamat. Let's see if you guys know anything else. Go ahead and roll. Still a uh, religion roll? Yeah. Actually, I got a 19 because I have, a, I have intelligence. Modifier, so okay. I know all about Tiamat. I even have a Tiamat uh, miniature, so obviously I know. 
Fantastic. Uh, you know a bit about Tiamat, um, but we're going to we're going to get back to that a little bit later. I just kind of wanted to know how much you guys would actually know about this. Currently, Kozlo uh, is the only one here who even knows that these guys worship Tiamat and is currently a bear, if I remember correctly, right? Yes, so I am he, currently a bear. <laughs> he isn't really going to be saying much. I you can guys, speak with that. Oh, you can? I have a spell, yeah. Oh, well, that could actually come in handy. All right, so you're face-to-face with these uh, cultists of Tiamat. Uh, They have demanded that you hand over the treasure that you just worked so hard to get. Uh, What do you do? I would like to point out that specifically they said, give us our... Give us our treasure? Mm-hmm. Didn't they say give us our they, items? They said, you are holding the treasure that belongs to our goddess. Hand it over or die. Now, we are holding two items. Yeah. Now, it's. I don't think they're talking about the gold and the money. I think they're just talking about the two, like a crown and, and, and what else? And a crown and a mask, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, who cares? We don't need those. I think we should just yeah. give them... Ask- we can ask them, can't we? Well, like, yeah, ooh. let's talk to them. But who is going to be the best at talking to them? I think we need to decide oh, that. Oh, I think that's going to be your boy. Uh, <laughs> hey, guys. Um, <laughs> so we just had a lot going on. We're a little on edge. Uh, can you explain who you are so we feel more comfortable just giving over something that we almost died for? <laughs> that's reasonable. Huh? Mm. All right. Well, one of them seems to be the leader of the group and uh, and steps forward says, my name is Ultis. I have been sent here by my lord, Arkhan the Cruel. We are to retrieve the treasures of Tiamat that were unjustly stolen from her. And we have tracked it here. And I can see it in your hands and strapped to that bear over there. (laughs) Yep, that's a good bear. Don't worry about the bear. You know what? If this was yours and someone took it, that that is terrible. That is a heinous crime and i'm glad that if me and my homies can hand this back to you we can not have to have a battle guys are you willing to part with 32 items <laughs> that was a bear yes <laughs> yeah two oh, i mean items it, uh every... yeah I mean, like what what specific I- things are we talking about here like all the treasure that we fought for and nearly that we oh, did die for multiple times no. um which two items in particular Thank you, Dababi. Um, so we have this beautiful crown here, which has some dragon shit on it. Is this your dragon shit you're looking to take? And will you be asking for our gold? Because then we're going to have a problem. Uh, he gestures to the uh, treasure chests, which currently you have probably at least two of them strapped, like with ropes tied around Coslo. Uh, uh, and I think, Glubjeg, you got one, like probably on each uh, shoulder, carrying them like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And he, he, he kind of waves his hand over towards those chests and he says, Tiamat knows of every copper that was stolen from her hoard. She requires each one be returned. Well, we recovered it for you. What do we get? You get the everlasting gratitude of the goddess of dragons. I'm going to need something more tangible. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid this isn't up for debate. Either you hand it over or you die. That's our final offer. 
why didn't you go get it yourself? Yeah, we have the. You might have lost men that we almost died ourselves. Why should you just get something without any hard work? That seems pretty fucking unfair, pal. Excuse the language, your mm -hmm. holy dragoness. It took us much time to track it to this horrible city and to infiltrate it with the gates closed. We've done much work. You just haven't seen it. Doesn't mean it's oh, not there. That's pretty convenient, Dragon Man. Well, how about this? How about you go do some secret work to get us some money and you can have your stuff? Hmm. He, uh, he, uh, he takes his uh, dagger off of his belt and uh, looks over at the other ones and they all have their daggers in their hands. Uh, and he says, if that's the way you want to do this, we are ready to get the work done. How about this? Uh, you got anything else we can do to help you in this cause? Perhaps for an exchange of a little of this treasure? Mm, he uh, he thinks for a moment, and he's, he looks over at his other cultures. He's like, uh, no, that's uh, we're pretty much here for this. This is our mission right here. This is what we're here for. So uh, hand it over or die. That is an interesting proposition. Let me make one more before you do the whole murder thing. All right, so you said we have the undying gratitude of the dragon people, and that is super dope, but... How about we we tend to get into fracases, you know, multiply fracky, however you say that. What if there was a way we could call upon your help in the future uh, as a way to show your undying gratitude in a more physical form? Is that reasonable? Mm. You get your stuff. We get some help if we need it in the future. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He thinks on this for a moment and he says, that is agreeable. Yes. You hand over the treasure and we will owe you one. Guys, is, does that sound good to everyone? Uh, Coslo, growl really smoothly if that's a yes. <laughs> that was a smooth growl, my guy. Yes. How do we know that they'll actually do it? Make them swear on Tiamat or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Can you swear on the things that matter to you or give us some kind of trinket right. we can show to dragon people to let you know we're homies? So this is where your um, this is where your religion uh comes into play your religion check so aaron to bobby got an 18 or a 16 19 <clears throat> a 19 about right. tiamat yeah <clears throat> so you know that tiamat is uh chaotic evil and chaotic evil people don't feel uh obligated to uh you know honor any agreements that they make uh and that includes uh tiamat uh she's uh, very mm -hmm. fickle. She's very, uh, she just kind of does whatever she wants. Um, however, she is also very motivated by uh, uh, the collection of power and the collection of wealth. I mean, that's a very dragon trait is to like sit on wealth that you've accumulated and to value it over pretty much everything else. And any sort of theft of your property is considered to be like one of the greatest uh, slights that you could against Tiamat. Um, so in other words, your character's probably thinking like, okay, returning stolen property, recovering stolen property is probably pretty high up there on something that Tiamat would consider to be like uh, an appeasement, a good appeasement to her. But if they were to agree to make, maybe swear on her or something like that, that's not something that they would honor, you know, in and of itself. 
They wouldn't honor an agreement like that just based on words. But if we give them the treasure, then we can be reasonably certain that they'll owe us one legit. Yeah, you can be reasonably certain that they will definitely, like, truly appreciate that. That's the best okay. you can really hope for. As much as chaotic okay. evil can. Yeah. Sure. So, okay, so, all right. Um, I think that's about the best we're going to get without dying. I'm at one HP. I can feel it in my essence that I'm near death, and I would like to get healed. Cool, just giving them that and taking that OU one. We accept. One of them uh, is looking over at uh, Race. Who Race? You're you're covered in stab wounds. Your tunic is soaked through with blood. You got like a black eye. <laughs> yeah. Somehow. <laughs> and he's like sharpening his dagger, and he's just like. He's got these notches on the hilt for every halfling he's murdered with that dagger. Oh my god. And uh, he looks really disappointed when uh, the leader says, uh, yes, we will accept this deal. Now, hand it over, and we will go our separate ways. And when you need us, just pray to Tiamat, and she will show us the visions that we need to aid you. Kick ass. Right the hell on. Um, I look over at the guy who is sharpening his halfling dagger, and I say, put it back in your case, big fella. Your boss man said you ain't doing shit. And then I cower behind the bear. <laughs> <laughs> he scowls at you, but he, he puts the dagger away and mumbles something to himself. <laughs> All right. Well, the gorgeous Phoenix Brigade, perhaps to the chagrin of some of our viewers, has decided to hand over the treasure that apparently was stolen from Tiamat. Um, so uh, just you don't want to have you don't want to have Tiamat on. Or, you, know, you don't want to be on Tiamat's bad side. I'm pretty sure about this. Yeah. Don't want to be dragon thief. She's got five heads. <laughs> it can eat us all at the same time. I don't think I can produce a dragon. I would try, but I don't think it would. Work. <laughs> hey, a donkey did it, according to legend. <laughs> according to the holy book yes <laughs> yes all right well um so there's a there's a brief scene that probably would get cut out of this if it were turned into a movie where you guys take the the time to like untie all the treasure chests and and the the each one grabs a hold of one of the chests and meanwhile as this scene is unfolding the camera pans back to this garden uh, that you guys are standing in, this garden around the bathhouse, and up on a uh, um, a rooftop of a building nearby, uh, a red-skinned devil, small red-skinned devil with wings and a scorpion tail, uh, shimmers into reality. It wasn't visible, but now it is. And it's perched up there watching uh, you guys with this interaction. Uh, and it uh, snickers to itself, uh, then becomes invisible again as it flies away into the sky of Baldur's Gate. So okay. did we see that? No, you didn't see that. That's oh. just, that's just uh, you know, yeah. the audience saw that. The Pretend camera like saw it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, guys, you are now in essentially like downtime. So what do you guys want to do And as, as you prepare for the next step in your journey. Uh, I would like to take a long rest to heal up. Sure, sure. As would I. Yeah, but, and then go shopping. 
we got to talk to Zaj as well to let him know that the mission was accomplished as soon as we can and get paid since the dragons took all the cash we thought we had. That would be awesome. Fair uh, enough. Fair enough. Go to the end. I would like to see my boo and probably get a nice massage and a little, you know, loving. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. I will go to another inn. <laughs> I'm here throughout the land. You can't run from the sounds, man. Uh, yeah, I'm not surprised if you guys want to spend a little bit of time away from each other. I mean, you have spent the last several days together, you know, and yeah. gotten way too familiar with each other's smells. Um, I want to go to the bug, the the uh, the inn that the bugbears. <laughs> the, the yeah, the bugbear run in. Uh, yeah. it's, it's great. It's just like the, the, uh, it's just a barn on the outskirts of yeah. town. Uh, and there are just dead horses just hung off the walls that bugbears just like wrap themselves around and just like gnaw on. Um, I love that place. <laughs> it's golden it's called, it's, it's right. called the golden <laughs> It's yes. called the unstable. <laughs> oh, all right. So how much time do you guys uh, want to take? Like how much downtime before you go after the rest of the Van Thampours? How many days? Let's say, let's say I could use a solid two days. I mean, but if we wait 10 days, then Captain Zodge will give us our money, right? Supposedly mm -hmm. 10 days after the murders stop, then you're going to get your money. And um, go, go see go Tarina, too. Tarina was going to do something that was going to take several days. Oh, the tiefling, right? Uh, not the oh, Tarina, the one that we saved from the pirate captain. Oh, uh, right, right. Yeah, uh, she had essentially promised uh, to hook you guys up with uh, some of the criminal underworld of, uh, of Baldur's Gate. Uh, at least get you a meeting with uh, one of her contacts who's supposedly high up uh, in that organization. The I feel like five days. We negotiated down from six to five days. Yeah. <laughs> As if you can negotiate that with any amount of, like, you know, certainty. But, yeah, she, she promised, like, five days she'd probably be able to get you a meeting. What do you guys think? Well, uh, is that a day ago? Um, at that point, at this point, this would have been, you guys did, I think, two long rests during this mm -hmm. uh, dungeon. So yep. you you did a long rest after you um, met with her, and then two more long rests. So it's been three days since she made that promise. So theoretically, in two days or so, uh, she should have some sort of meeting set up for you. I say we take that two days to do our own thing and then meet up and meet up with her. Sure. That is a great idea. I got to go see my boo. Uh, <laughs> how long would it take me to go around uh, the city and buy up all the ball bearings from every shop? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got my sources. The <laughs> <laughs> ball bearing market is pretty lucrative. Yeah. I discovered a secret cache of ball bearings. <laughs> Throw them all in the river. <laughs> a river <laughs> of ball bearings. They don't do any good there. <laughs> That would be good anywhere we found out, but <laughs> I want to I want to do some shopping now. There was some other loot down there, yeah. a dungeon. There yeah. was uh, two, potions, right? Yeah, two potions. No, f was it four potions or two potions? Yeah, let me uh, let me find this. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. and were they all the same or not? 
Yeah. So were. the only treasure that they uh, that these um, uh, Tiamat cultists took from you were the ones that were in those big chests. And so what you guys are referring to are essentially like the stockpile uh, that was separate from the treasure in those chests. Um, and that contained duh, 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 uh, nine daggers, three flasks of alchemist's fire, a bag of 20 caltrops, uh, 10 days worth of rations, six set of manacles, six sets, I mean, four tinder boxes, and four potions of healing. So anybody, mm. anybody want any of that stuff? I want the alchemist's fire. Sure. Oh. Um... I would like I'll one of those. Healing for sure. Sure. How many? How many alchemist fire vials? Were Three. There? Three flasks. May I have one? Yeah. Who Thanks. doesn't want a flask of alchemist fire? Probably the man. I have no idea what it does. So you guys can rock it out. I'll give. I'll give. We should race and Glubjeg and Coslo should each have one. But since Dababi can make his own fucking fire with. Oh yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I would like I a healing potion. I don't need it. Um, why don't you guys each take one of those healing potions? Right on. All right. Um, there was, were there, there four? four? Yep, there are four. Nice. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, could I have a share of the caltrops? Uh, there's only one mm. bag of caltrops. Okay. Um, even though it has 20 Did caltrops in it, you need to like use the yeah. whole bag at, at once. I'm good with my ball bearing. Yeah, you may yeah. Have um, I would say three of the uh, rations. Three days of rations. Yeah. Fine. I'd like the manacles. Oh yeah, all six sets. Mm-hmm. Never know when you need to, when you're going to need to take six people prisoner. Okay. Do we know like stats? Don't you hate it when you're playing Dungeons and Dragons with your friends and one of them just like strokes out and. Because a robot. Yeah. Dion, go again. You turned into a robot briefly. So I didn't hear anything. He's frozen in time, actually. Somebody's somebody's auto-tuning him. <laughs> oh, he's back. Okay. Dion's back. I might restart Discord because it's freaking out on me right quick. I'm just hearing robot sounds basically. Uh you're back. You're back. I think I think it's okay now. Nope. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Uh, uh, it sounds better right now. Okay. Anybody want the tinder boxes? I make no. my own fire. I'll take one. <laughs> All right. I'll take one, I guess, since since nobody else is. Are we missing anything? Yes. I think we're missing Dion. Hello. Hello. Um. All right. So you guys <clears throat> didn't really get a whole lot of other treasure from that dungeon. Maybe a handful of um like weapons or armor sets. Uh. So if you guys wrote down any of that stuff, you can sell that stuff too um, while you're out there for half of whatever it co it costs to buy. So we we don't actually have any gold. You don't have, you have no gold at all? I mean, I don't know. Well, do we? Well, we had to start, I guess, right? But nothing, we didn't we didn't get any yet. Okay. Yeah, so, all the gold that uh, was in that dungeon, you just handed over to the cultists in exchange for I favor. I still have... I still have 41 of my own my own personal wealth. Did, uh, did anyone write down all the armor and stuff that we took? Uh, unfortunately, the people that you killed kind of at the end just had daggers, like the naked lady and the uh, the, the guy with no face. 
Uh, Mortlock, of course, you didn't kill, and it's good of you because he was a nice guy, all things considered. Uh, the skeletons just had rusty stuff, not worth anything. All right, so I would say that you got four Fists of Bane worth of stuff. They have... A uh, chainmail, a shield, and a mace, and a longbow. Chainmail, shield, mace, and longbow. So that's a pretty good amount of stuff. So we each get, each get one set of that? Yeah. yeah. And how much can we sell those for? You can sell them for half of what they're worth. And anybody got a number on that? I'm looking it up right now. Chainmail, shield. All right. So why don't you guys say you guys got 73 gold each? Okie doke. 73. All right. All right on. That's after selling your haul of equipment that you took off of dead people. Right what, was the, what was the dagger total for, for each person? Each, per, each person gold. got three gold. All right. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So you guys gold. do your long rests. You heal up. Um, you each go to your separate taverns or whatever. Race, you end up spending a night of lustful foot massages. The quality time. <laughs> Quality time. Woman, lick your ear. Globjag, you go to the Golden Corral. What was what was it called again? What'd you call it? The Unstable. The Unstable. Uh, Dababi, you probably I don't know what the hell you do. That's so enjoyable. He works on his wrench. Work. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> you take your wrench out on a nice date. <laughs> mm -hmm. Go to a fountain. Go to a fountain. <laughs> Coslo, you probably spend some time in nature since you've been away from it for so long. Yes. I go out and I hug a tree. <laughs> um, and a couple days pass, uh, and you all end up meeting up uh, back at, um, let's just say, the Elfson Tavern. Because um, you haven't heard from Race in a while, and you're worried that he might have been smushed. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much worried as eager to see. There's worse ways to go, guys. I, I promise you. <laughs> I go. Uh, I, I want to talk to our old bartender friend. Oh um, yeah. Because we, you know, race tipped him really well. So if anyone knows where to find race, it would be him. He he's working. All right. I I go. I want to go talk to him. Okay. Sure. All right. Alan. Alan Alice. Oh yes, Alan. Alan, hello, Alan. Oh, hey, how's it going? Um, whatever, what was your name again? Coslo, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. How's it going? It's good. You know, it's it's every day's a struggle. But you know, uh, I'm here looking for my friend Race. Have you seen him? Uh, yeah, he comes down here every uh, every uh, about eight hours. Gets himself a couple glasses of water. Uh, <laughs> he's uh, he's real sweaty usually when he comes down here. Uh, pounds a big old bowl of mashed potatoes. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's on brand. But yeah, he's still alive. Uh, by the way, we just finished uh, fixing all the windows that were broken from uh, the last time you guys how, were here. How, how much do I owe you? Oh, you know, don't worry about it. Uh, Race has spent so much gold on mashed potatoes and water. <laughs> Good, oh, clean water is expensive, you know. Selling water. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, I guess I'll just wait here. I, 
Yes. I, I, I come downstairs with a limp, but the biggest smile on my face, healed of all my injuries through love and compassion. Uh, 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 hello, boys. Uh, is it time for the Tarina meeting? I'm a little woozy from activities. <laughs> you smell odd. I smell perfect. Mm. Mm. You want to smell the back of my neck? No. <laughs> uh, I asked Alan, uh, has Tarina arrived yet? Um, Tarina? Uh, oh boy, man, I haven't seen her in a long time. Uh, last time I saw her was a few days ago, five days ago when, uh, when she was here, uh, you guys came in and that whole ruckus happened. Uh, she hasn't been back since. Do you know where she may, uh, hang out besides here by chance, Alan? Um. And then I hint and I might tip him if he has any information. <laughs> hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, he's, you know, cleaning a mug and he's just like, I don't know, my memory is uh, really foggy. Hmm. Oh, man, I hate when that happens. And I just opened up my bag and I slide just, just a smooth one silver piece. Like, how's that memory you feeling, baby? <laughs> then I wink at him really slowly, almost too slow. <laughs> um. All right, well, uh, he, uh, he takes the uh, silver and, um, and he says, well, you know, I have heard some rumors uh, that she was seen talking to some folks at the docks, uh, some folks with a boat, uh, who have been known to do a little bit of smuggling. Uh, and ever since the lockdown of Baldur's Gate, uh, been known to do a little bit of human trafficking. Are you telling me she's slaving at the dock of the bay? It's not, I, I, I don't know. I'm just saying that she's she's been seen around those kinds of people. You might you know have what? to check Thank there. you for the information. Uh, guys, you want to head to the dock and see if we can find Tarina? Yeah. Yeah. Probably I look sure. at him one more time. I'm going to wink even slower and give him another half a silver piece. Uh, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Uh, Great White Spark wants to remind you guys, don't forget the two moonstones and the beans. I'm sure they'll save your asses when you need it most. That is true. Beans. You guys did find a bag of beans stuffed into like a mummified corpse that you tore open. Yes, I am holding on to those at the moment. <laughs> uh, and the moonstones actually are worth some money if you guys do want to sell them. So thank you. Thank you so much, Great White Spark. You guys yeah. should thank Great White Spark a lot. Yeah. Thank you, I'm Great glad. White Spark. Hell thank yeah. you, Great White Spark. I'm glad somebody knows what's going on. Yeah, uh, yeah. How much are the Moonstones worth? Let's sell those fuckers. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, what do Moonstones do? They're worth 50 gold each. Um, moonstones, uh, I mean, they're, they're a gem, and some gems can be used for uh, spell components. Uh, but I don't think moonstones are usually used as spell components. Right on. Um, they're 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 mostly so you can sell them for gold or you can hold on to them because they are worth that amount of gold. As, like you don't sell them for half or anything. Like they're worth fifty gold. And so okay. sometimes it's nice to not have to carry around giant bags of coins and whatnot. You just have this right. moonstone that's worth fifty gold. So okay. that's up to you guys though. Yeah, let's just keep them because they're smaller. Somebody please write down on your character sheet and, and make sure you, you let everybody know that you're doing it. Write down. I'm doing it. Okay. Three moonstones? Two moonstones. It Six was eight moonstones, moon you said? 
Wait, I thought we were selling them. No, we're keeping them as currency. We might use them to buy supplies. Yeah. Two moonstones. Yep. They're, they're basically um, like $50 coins, essentially, or, you know, like $50 yeah. Uh, yeah. thing. Um, okay. So, yeah, you were told that uh, Karina, the woman who was a former pirate who had laid low for a really long time because she stole a bunch of stuff from her former captain. Uh, and uh, then you guys kind of saved her life. And she was like, I'll totally hook you up with uh, uh, the leader of the underworld gang. Uh, has apparently been seen on the docks with uh, human traffickers slash smugglers. Oh, by the way, before yeah. before I did my long rest, I cast Detect Magic on the beam. Ah, yes. Well, they are very, very magical. All right. Yes. And in fact, uh, you would have probably spent about an hour at some point over the past couple of days sort of familiarizing yourself with the bag of beans. Uh, and you would have found out that they are indeed the magical item called bag of beans. <laughs> and uh, I can let you know what those do real quick here. When he was familiarizing himself with the beans, did he have to rub them all over his body? <laughs> I'll let him uh, divulge that. You want, to, you want to describe how you familiarized yourself with the beans, Club Jig? A lot of uh, licking and rubbing. <laughs> That wasn't my last two days, too, Glovejack. I get it. <laughs> uh, and I did that with my wrench. All right. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to share the bag of beans with you guys. Um, show two oh. players. You guys seen it? Mm, random oh. effect. Oh, yeah. Love that. Love that. I'm going to pull it up on the stream, too, so everybody can see it. It's going to be a little bit yeah. small, but... Uh, Holy shit, there's so much cool stuff that could happen. Yeah. So yeah, if you ever can't think of what to do, instead of throwing a bag of caltrops, you can just throw a fucking bean out of your bean bag. Yeah, and get attacked by a bulette. Or a treant. <laughs> or a treant. Cool. Or a geyser of beer could erupt. Or a pyramid <laughs> with a fucking mummy lord inside of it. Oh yeah. my goodness. Uh, holy shit! Wow, this is great. I How like many beans was it was in there? It's a, just a bag of beans, so it's just three d four. They are three d four. Yeah, let's roll it right now. All right. Why don't you roll it oh. since you're holding on to it, Brad? Yeah, will do. Club, clubbage. Oh, big money, big money, no money. Oh, nice. Nine beans. Nine beans. Yeah, that was a pretty good roll. All right, fantastic. Well, let's hope you oh, don't so get nine fucking 60-foot pyramids with nine mummy lords in it. <laughs> if you remove a, bag, a bean from the bag, place it in the sand and water, it produces one an effect one minute later. Oh, from the ground. Okay. okay. We have like All right. nine opportunities Still. to plant these beans. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, like the deck of any things, Mage. Uh, just not quite as bad or good. Yeah, it's like the the deck of many things light, zero exactly. calorie. <laughs> All right, I'll take that off the screen. Awesome. Um, I want to I want to pick up um, some fishing line. Okay. And and uh, a bell. Fishing line and, and a bell. Sure. Fishing line and a bell and some pitons. Absolutely. Sure. Um, um, I would like. 
Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, you guys can buy anything out of the player's handbook uh, with okay. no, no problem finding it. Except for okay. maybe, like, uh, some of the animals. Like, if you, one of you guys decides, oh, I want to buy an elephant, then I might stop, put a stop to that. <laughs> what? No elephant. How did you know what I was going to do? The, the elephant import business has been uh, really devastated by the, uh, uh. the lockdown of Baldur's Gate. <laughs> um, I want to forge our uh, badges from the Flaming Fist before we uh, meet up with that guy. Um, I was wondering what tool would I use for that or uh, skill? You you wanted a sorry forage what? Forge. Uh, um, forgery uh, for, kit. Forgery. Forgery. Kit. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So you want to uh, forge yeah, yeah. badges so that you can still have badges after you have to give your real ones back. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, interesting. Um. All right, well, I think you would need a blacksmith to do that because they're oh. they're made of metal. Um, okay. Now, you have a buddy here, Bobby, who is an artificer. Uh, what kind of tools are you um, able to use, Bobby, and proficient with? Like all of them. Okay, that's not an answer. <laughs> <laughs> are you but able I'm to serious. forge metal yes yes okay all right well Smith tools i've got them i know how to use them fantastic oh um, yeah hell yeah um uh, in that case i would say that you guys can each make uh, a skill check um you're gonna make a, a smithing check to bobby and then race you're gonna make uh, a check with your forgery kit and you're gonna try and duplicate one of these badges or a batch of these badges. I would say, let's say, let's say it's going to be kind of a difficult thing to do. Let's also come up with a price for it. It would cost you to forge these things five gold per badge. Um, so if you're willing to spend that money, you could totally do that. And then you just got to make uh, each one of you needs to make a skill check. I would set the DC at 17 because it's, it's not the easiest thing to pull off a really good uh, forgery. Um, and What's the bonus, uh, so you're going to be using your proficiency bonus if you're proficient with it, which you should be. And then I would say your intelligence would work for the forging to Bobby. Uh, and then for the forging, it's funny that forge works for both activities. <laughs> uh, uh, forging and, then, and forging. Yeah. Oh, um, I, I really feel like intelligence would apply to both things. What do you guys think? Sure. Yeah. Go. All right. So both of you guys make intelligence plus proficiency uh, checks. Oh, oh, yeah. That's a nice little 20 right there. All right. You knocked that out of the park. Now I got to make another one? No, no, no. We just need Neon to make it. Uh, and my proficiency is 2, so 12. Sounded like you called him ne Neon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, is anyone willing to help Dion with this? Yes. All right. Uh, and do you have guidance? Uh, I do have... Well, let me just double check. I have access to guidance, but I don't have it prepared. Uh, okay. So that bumps you up to a 16. Um, all right. So your first attempt, uh, you forge something that Aaron... Uh, it's a brilliant forge, uh, like... The, the the badges look like shape wise like perfect 
Uh, but unfortunately, uh, Race and and Coslo working together to sort of engrave it, they kind of make some mistakes. And after the end, you're like, this is almost perfect, but not quite. It is possible that somebody could um, detect that this is a forgery. So you guys have to spend the five gold on each. You can keep these, obviously, but they might, they're not going to be perfect. So it's up to you if you want to try again. I would say try again, because what's the point of getting caught? You missed the DC by one. So they're pretty good. They're pretty close. Oh, can you use like an inspiration okay. after, the, after the fact? Uh, oh, yeah. Jason had an inspiration, right? I do have inspiration. If, if it's allowed to do that, sure. Well, I already I, I already gave him advantage with your help, so that was him using the fourteen. So got it. Okay. Well, let's just stick with it. Maybe they'll come in handy, or okay. just what what they are. Yeah. So we'll say you guys have. Maybe I can talk our way around them if they uh, start to question them as well. That's true. Yeah. All right. So you guys made some pretty good uh, forged badges. Um, okay. Is fair. Yeah. All right. So, uh, we'll, do, we'll do better next time, guys. Good effort. It's been the five days. Um, she hasn't shown up, uh, at the elf song. What do you guys want to do next? I would like to, uh, I would like to actually buy a human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want to hire a mercenary? Is that what you're talking about? No, I actually want to buy a person. I don't. I don't think they have prices for people in the player's handbook. Well, how, yeah, maybe not in the player's handbook, but we're going <laughs> down to the human trafficking docks. <laughs> okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. All right, you guys all want to go down to the docks? Yes. yes. Sir. Okay. Make them away. Do you want us to tell you what we bought? Um, I mean, nah. Surprise me. Surprise me when you when you pull it out. I will <laughs> during the fight. Oh, I will tell you. I will tell you. I'm buying two more bags of Balbi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. <sighs> okay, so do bugbears do bugbears have testicles? Sure. <laughs> if you want us to, baby. <laughs> just, just, I'm tempted to like. Knee him in the balls a couple times, but <laughs> a couple times. I don't know where his balls are. You're lost. <laughs> I don't even know what that meant. <laughs> hey, don't king shame him, man. Come on. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, the uh, the guy who runs the tavern, Alan, uh, he he tells you that over on the east side of the harbor there is. Uh, a, uh, a ship that you should look for. Um, and that was the one that uh, she was seen uh, sort of like talking to the shady figures around there. And uh, you guys head your way over there. Uh, you find the ship. Uh, it has, uh, it's, it's kind of dingy looking. Um, it's uh, fairly small, uh, grubby. It's got a flag on the top of it with a crab uh, motif on it, and the crab is kind of snipping uh, uh, rope in half uh, on this flag. Uh, and there are a couple of sailors kind of like working the rigging, kind of getting it set up. Looks like it's probably getting prepared to uh, to go off on a, a short trip. Uh, people loading barrels and boxes onto it. Uh, and there is a, um, a half-orc 
with an eye patch and a peg leg, uh, standing kind of like arms crossed as you guys approach the ship. And he eyes you with his one eye. Hey, buddy. First off, beautiful face. I like the whole one eye thing. It's a revolutionary look. Um, we are looking for someone by the name of Tarina. Uh, would you have happened to have seen her around here? I, I don't care. I can make a check if it helps him uh, be persuaded as well. Sure. Uh, yeah, roll persuasion check. Uh, here we go. Here we go. He, uh, but before you make the roll, he uh, coughs and uh, um, holds out his hand. Uh, oh, son of and sort of like it's always money with these. Games. So if you decide to pay him, I'll let you roll with advantage. You know what? I, I look at my my book, uh, my pocketbook, and I'm like, you know what? Fine, fine. I thought people cared about just giving information, and I give them one gold, but I'm not happy about it. But I still wink at them slowly. <laughs> real quickly, also, how many of you are displaying your um, your badge, your real one or your fake one? I am not displaying Me either. Okay. I'm not. not displaying my badge. Yeah, not well. when we're down at the docks. Okay. Yeah. Sounds I'm good. I'm not about and thrown in the river. Persuasion <laughs> shake. Here we go. Come on. Ooh. Come on. Yeah. With uh, advantage. Yeah. All right. So you coughed up for him. So you got mm-hmm. a 17. All right. Um, he uh, he accepts your payment and uh, and pockets it. And that's when you notice that his one good eye is sort of like like looking off to the side a little bit, uh, and uh, and so he's he's like ah don't see much around these parts, but uh, I think the last you're looking for uh, had to uh, had to get out of town a couple days ago. You must have just missed it. Oh. Son of a bitch. You think you can trust somebody you meet while murdering other people, and this is what happens. <laughs> well, guys, uh, do we want to search around and see if we can find clues to where she went or just call it a wash? Well, now, hold on. You gave him a gold. Uh, let me let me ask him a question. Hey, um, look, uh, that wasn't uh, too much information. Um, I need to know where I can buy a person. <laughs> 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 buy a person that's uh, right yeah not quite sure i understand what you're what you're asking there you know just uh just to own <laughs> like uh like a slave uh i mean i guess but really i just want to buy them and set them free oh because <laughs> i heard that you there was trafficking going on around here Right, right, right. Uh, well, I, I'm not, I'm not quite sure exactly what you're talking about with the, with the hey, boy. Right, right, people. right. Yeah, not quite sure. Yeah. I know, I get it. Yeah. I, yeah. We just offer a service for those who need to get out of the city, uh, even though it's in lockdown. That's all that we do. We provide like a, a means, a legal, completely 100% legal means. Yeah, very legal. Very, out of the I'm city. Sure. Yeah. Not in the business of selling people, so to All speak. Right. Just providing well, a service. Can you tell us what happened to your eye? It was, uh, well, it was eaten by a seagull. Oh, damn. That's what you get for not having Tarina here. All right. <laughs> 
sorry, fellas. He kind of shrugs and uh, uh, bites his coin that you gave him. And I'm just... Well, that's I disappointing. Real, I was hoping to find some more bullshit breath. you to have any answers. Do we want to wait to see Zordag? Do you want Zord to... What? Zord? Oh, yeah. How many days we got left before we meet with that guy? Oh, with, with Captain uh, Zodge? Uh, five, five, five more days. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, oh, sorry. I was going to ask a question about, could I buy tapestry from somewhere? Yeah. I want to make a flag for Phoenix, uh, Gorgeous Phoenix Brigade and carry it on my back at all times. Oh, please keep that tapestry away from me at all times. <laughs> yeah you want to commission a gorgeous phoenix brigade tapestry oh yes man they gotta understand we're branding guys we're gonna be bigger than the the bugbear beetles absolutely <laughs> all right yeah there's there's tons of places tons of businesses around here i mean uh people are are dying to to get business uh because mm. you know the, this whole the, this whole lockdown and everybody being scared and everything a lot of a lot of the economy has slowed down, so absolutely there are artists out there who are willing to take your gold for this kind of thing. I started making sourdough bread during the lockdown. <laughs> I just want to point out yet again how amazing it is that we started to play this adventure when this, you know, like, actual lockdown is happening. Like, it would only be uh, more crazy if there was, like, a plague happening in Baldur's Gate. And I was kind of thinking about adding that, but I was just like, you know what? Never mind. Like, I shouldn't do that. It's just I mean, wasn't that what the yellow mold was, kind of? Right? <laughs> There's a yellow mold plague spreading through the city. Um, All right. Yeah. So we, got, we can that go. That was my fault. It was. <laughs> we could go to the... It, I mean, we got to buy some more stuff, right? Don't we have to buy some healing potions? True. Um, well, you guys are at the harbor, um, and uh, I, can I make can I can I have everybody make a um, let's see uh, some sort of knowledge check here? Oh, would be good knowledge check to make for this. Let's see. What's the cost of those fifty gold? Um. Yeah, they're they're fifty gold a pop. Okay. Um. Okay, so I would allow either history or investigation for this. I just want everybody to roll uh one of those two things. History or investigation? Yeah. Oh God, dang it! I think we're not gonna reload the site. History and investigation. Wait, did I just roll two dice? Uh, no, that must be somebody else's, right? Yeah, that was that was must have been someone else's. Hold on. Do you want me to? You want to okay, yeah, that was Jason's checks? role. What? Okay, what are the checks we're doing? Uh, history or investigation? History or investigation? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they're both going to be a plus five for me. So, okay. I got a 14. All right. Uh, looks like that's the highest. Um, still so answer me. Let Dion reload. A answer me this, this question, Emery. Like, if, if, if there is human trafficking, if I wanted to liberate somebody, would that actually be something that's possible? Or is it just like, or would it be like, 
would, would, would it be completely ridiculous? Um, perhaps human trafficking maybe isn't the correct term for it, but I, I, I meant to say that they're, they're, uh, smuggling people, um, as in like people pay them to, oh, you know, they're not human trafficking. They're actually just smuggling people in and out of the city. Yeah. Yeah. Which so could be I for any number of purposes, but uh, I can't liberate anyone. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we will. Rats. I mean, there there might be some <laughs> like slave trade, illegal slave trade going on, but that's not going to be something that is going to be uh, that easy to find out about. That some random tavern keep is just going to be like, yeah, they're totally selling slaves down by the docks. <laughs> you, you you gave me a silver and I ratted those guys out. You know, <laughs> they're going to send people to murder me in my sleep tonight. All for the silver. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. Uh, <laughs> but anyways. Uh, all right. So that role that you did uh, was to determine if you happen to know where the low we lantern. Do have, uh, what more family brothers and investigate those? I guess. <laughs> oh, Dion, time warping Dion. And uh, another stroke. Yeah. Hello. Well, you sound like 1990s era share. Do you believe in life after long? Oh my god. <laughs> if I could tell about time. Okay, now you sound normal. Oh my god. You only sound normal if you you gotta sing share songs to sound normal. <laughs> I wanna do the rest of the show like this. And that is episode 15 of Rated RPG Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus. If you've been following the podcast for a while, you know that the date that I have been giving for the next episode being released is not always accurate. In fact, it, lately it's not been accurate at all. And I apologize for that, and I thank you for your patience and your understanding. It's been really tough the last few weeks to carve the time out to uh, create the podcast episodes. And you guys have been awesome. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, we have more material to get out between now and June 27th, which is our next live stream on Twitch. So make a, make a note of that. Uh, there will be more episodes coming out than we have Mondays between now and then, so there will be some bonus stuff coming your way. Uh, thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. Those Patreon supporters who've been with us the longest include Jerry Vite, H.D. Burke, Random Guy, Joseph Doherty, and Chris Fail. Also, thank you to Grant Sheet, A Swarm of Bees, Alex Schirmerhorn, Tony LeBlanc, Mongoose, Ooglaset, and Sean Henry. Honorable mention goes to Dylan Plung and Ashley Betson, two of our newer Patreon supporters. And uh, brand new Patreon supporters include Nope McNopey, Matthew Karras, and Danny Bell. Thank you all so much. If you would like to be a part of the supporting cast of uh, a rated RPG, Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus, go to patreon.com slash rated RPG. And uh, you can make a donation. It's just five bucks a month uh, for rations and adventuring gear. And uh, we've been putting that money towards some improvements that we need to help the show sound better. Uh, also, thanks to Aaron Yanda and Matt Sloan for creating Rated RPG in the first place, their successful YouTube channel. Uh, 
Blame Society Films features a ton of cool stuff, including Rated RPG, the uh, YouTube series, also Beer and Board Games, now in its 10th year. Thanks again to uh, Courtney Collins and Brandon Jensen for their vocal and musical contributions. We'll uh, get back to using them more when we start gathering around the table in person together again. In the meantime, thank you on behalf of everyone around the gaming table, and we hope you continue to enjoy Rated RPG, Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. Thank you.